are listening to Adjective New Music's podcast, Lexical Tones. I'm your guest host, Andrew Martin-Smith. As those faithful listeners know from tuning into our previous episode, during March 25th through the 31st of 2019, the University of New Mexico Department of Music and the UNM Robb Musical Trust presented the 48th annual John Donald Robb Composer Symposium. And as part of this festival of new music, UNM hosted the 2019 Society of Composers Incorporated National Conference. This week's episode is going to be a continuation from episode 104, and the last episode of our spring season, as we begin preparing recordings and interviews for this coming fall. Today, we'll be hearing a musical medley of compositions that were presented at the SCI conference. We'll hear 15 excerpted works in roughly five-minute increments, allowing you to sample the diversity of styles and personalities featured at this creative gathering. Now, while there were many outstanding pieces and performances at this year's event, a humble podcast such as this couldn't possibly manage to include all of the worthy offerings, even in abridged format. Long-time listeners know that I do not believe in perfect music or perfect performances and recordings, so the criteria for inclusion here was not one of perfection, and truthfully, even with a doctorate in music, I don't feel comfortable measuring perfection or making generalizations about what is or is not a quote-unquote good piece of music. The compositions that I've selected for today's listening experience are ones that I've found compelling for one reason or another, and based on interactions with their creators and audience members in attendance at the various performances, I've curated this collection of musical voices to share with you. Hopefully, this will provide an approximation of what this year's SCI National Conference was like, specifically for those who weren't there to experience it in person. There is an extensive description for this episode on SoundCloud, which includes links to more information about the featured composers and or their compositions. I encourage anyone interested to explore the music created by these wonderful individuals. Let's begin with the music of Linda Antos. Dr. Linda Antos is a composer and flutist whose work has been recognized by the Musica Nova International Competition of Electronic Music, the Fulbright Foundation, the Borgia's Electroacoustic Composition Competition, the Fifth International Congress on Synesthesia, and the International Computer Music Association. Her works have appeared on numerous festivals, including the International Computer Music Conference, the Society for Electroacoustic Music in the United States, the Electronic Music Midwest, Electroacoustic Barn Dance, and the Sound and Music Computing Conference. Her current research interests are sonification, visual music, real-time signal processing, and physical computing. She is an associate professor at Montana State University, where she teaches music technology, interdisciplinary multimedia courses, and composition. In addition to, and sometimes in combination with, musical activities, she spends as much time in the wilderness as possible. Her life and music are heavily influenced by Buddhist philosophy and the natural world. We'll be listening to an excerpt from Meru, Tracing Earth which was written in 2016 for flute and electronic sound. Of the work, the composer says, quote, This project started with a desire to combine my research interest in algorithmic composition and my need to be connected to the wilderness that surrounds me. I have always seen musical trajectories in the peaks and passes of mountain ranges. This work sonifies GPS data collected in the Bridger and Gallatin ranges and on a float down the Ruby River in southwest Montana. The data was mapped onto musical parameters to create the instrumental part and some of the electronic sounds, end quote. 
I'm personally quite drawn to music that explores algorithmic processes, something that many people associate with an artificial or quantitative data-driven experience. And I also like music that takes inspiration from the natural world, so this work is satisfying for me on multiple levels. We'll hear a studio recording of this work performed by the composer, which was completed in 2018. Next, we'll take a listen to an excerpt from a solo bass clarinet work entitled Out of Mind, Into Body, written by Gregory Wanamaker. Gregory Wanamaker's music combines athletic virtuosity with lyrical expressionism, and has been performed around the world by a diverse group of performers ranging from top-tier professionals to students of varying ages. Prolific in all musical media, from solo instrumental works to music for chorus and orchestra, Wanamaker's best-known compositions are his chamber works that exploit unique timbral characteristics and technical extensions of wind instruments. 
To date, his virtuosic duo sonata for clarinet and saxophone has received over 400 performances worldwide and is featured on five commercial recordings. His album, Light and Shadows, Waves and Time, features 21 musicians from around the globe in world premiere recordings of eight recent pieces of chamber music. Back to the composition at hand today. Out of Mind into Body was commissioned by the Society for New Music, based in Syracuse, New York, and premiered on February 17, 2017, by John Fredericks, a clarinetist who, interestingly enough, I met while working as a music intern at Glimmerglass Opera in 2005. I know, I know, this world of contemporary music is truly a small one. I get it. As I listened to this piece live, I was intrigued by the juxtaposition of toe-tapping, quasi-jazzy grooves with visceral or perhaps primal gestures and multiphonics. The balance and energy transferred between these differing elements within the composition were refreshing. Though I will admit a certain degree of bias in my aesthetic here, being a clarinetist, I have a fondness for the tone of my chosen family of instruments, and I'm quite partial to multiphonics performed on low reed instruments. Without further ado, here is an excerpt of Out of Mind, Into Body by Gregory Wanamaker. Thank you. 
Next, I would like to have us explore music created by Emily Ko. She is a Singaporean composer based in Atlanta, whose music is characterized by inventive explorations of the smallest details of sound. In addition to writing acoustic and electroacoustic concert music, she enjoys collaborating with other creatives and projects where sound plays an important role in the creative process. Emily is currently an assistant professor of composition at the University of Georgia's Hugh Hodgson School of Music. The work that we'll listen to in excerpt today is homonym, and it was commissioned and premiered by the Amigo Saxophone Quartet in Hong Kong on July 6, 2013. By definition, a homonym is two words that have the same pronunciation but different meaning or origin and or spelling. Of the work, the composer says it was, quote, inspired by Singlish and other languages and dialects spoken in Singapore. An example of a homonym typically heard in Singapore is or, Singlish which is a grunt of acknowledgment, versus the English OR, a conjunction. Emily Ko has three saxophone quartets in her catalog, Homonym from 2013, Heteronym from 2016, and Cryptonym from 2018, that may be performed one after another as kind of a trilogy. This kind of meta-composition, or perhaps better described as a large-scale compositional design spanning multiple pieces within a composer's catalog, is something that fascinates the intellectual side of my artistic aesthetic. That coupled with Coe's exceptional use of texture and counterpoint within this work made it an easy choice for inclusion within this episode. Now, let's hear the Amigo Saxophone Quartet performing an excerpt from Emily Coe's homonym. Thank you. 
Let's continue the episode with music by Taksu Kim. Taksu Kim writes music inspired by everyday experiences, music about modern South Korea, reflecting its multicultural nature, and music that is humorous yet sophisticated. His music has been performed by various internationally acclaimed ensembles, including Ensemble Intercontemporain, Ensemble Modern, Alarmal Sound, the Minnesota Orchestra, the National Orchestra of Korea, and the Seoul Philharmonic Orchestra, to name but a few. His arrangements have also been featured on numerous albums via the DECA and Deutsch Grammophon labels. Teksu teaches at Syracuse University as an assistant professor and served as the composer in residence of the Korean Symphony Orchestra from 2014 through 2018. His work, Sunset in Depot Bay, is inspired by a seemingly simple, everyday occurrence. The composer writes, quote, A sunset on the Oregon coast is magical. It not only looks beautiful, but also evokes various memories, thoughts, and emotions. This piece, or more likely a movement, is about the three-minute fragment of sunset I watched this summer in Depot Bay with my husband and friends. During those three minutes, I thought about my hometown over the ocean, which is ironic since facing the ocean used to symbolize my yearning to go out and travel the world. Then I thought of things that disappear, evaporating water, a burning ash pile, supernovas, and back to a sunset, and the mortality we encounter every day." End quote. The depth of thought that exists within such a simple concept fascinates me to no end. The excerpt we'll hear is a live recording of the work's premiere performed by Fierno Music in Portland, Oregon on November 27, 2017.
Up next, we'll be taking a listen to an excerpt from a chamber work for clarinet and violin entitled A Brief Comment on the Current State of Insanity, February 2017, written by Amelia Kaplan. Amelia F. Kaplan is Associate Professor and Head of Theory and Composition at Ball State University in Muncie, Indiana, where she teaches composition, theory, and directs the New Music Ensemble. Her works are largely performed at new music festivals around the country and abroad, and she is a frequent adjudicator for composition competitions. Recordings of her music can be found on Albany, Centaur, and Novana labels, with an upcoming release on Ablaze Records as well. According to the composer, a brief comment on the current state of insanity, February 2017, was composed, quote, in response to several incidents, one of which was the 2017 inauguration and initial months of the administration of Donald Trump. The immediate and continued divide in the country was exhausting beyond belief, and urged a musical response. The two instruments, from different instrument families, can be viewed as having a sort of conversation, sometimes in agreement, sometimes at odds with each other, sometimes heated, sometimes resigned." End quote. The piece was originally scored for clarinet and viola, but taking into account various practical considerations, the composer made this version for clarinet and violin that we'll be listening to today. Clarinetist Elizabeth Crawford and violinist Yufeng Chen gave this live performance during the 49th annual Ball State Festival of New Music on March 16, 2019. One of the most compelling aspects of this work for me personally is the way in which Amelia occasionally blurs the distinction between the two instruments, allowing the timbre to fuse into music of colorful lines and gestures.
Next, I would like to have us explore some electronic music created by Mike McFerrin. Mike McFerrin is a professor of music and composer-in-residence at Lewis University, and he is founder and co-director of Electronic Music Midwest. McFerrin's music has received critical acclaim and recognition. His compositions have been performed by the Remarkable Theater Brigade, the Louisville Orchestra, the Civic Orchestra of Chicago, and Cantus, among many others. He serves on the board of directors for the Metropolitan Youth Symphony Orchestra and is a past chair of the executive committee for the Society of Composers Incorporated. McFerrin's music can be heard on numerous commercial recordings as well as on his website, which listeners can find in the description for this episode of the Lexical Tones podcast. The excerpt we'll be listening to today is from a work entitled An Interrupted Memory, and it was written during the 2009-2010 academic year for Lewis University's Art of Memory series. According to the composer, all of the sound sources for this work were, quote, taken from five recordings, each two minutes in length. These audio clips were recorded simultaneously at five different locations on the campus of Lewis University in the fall of 2009. An interrupted memory attempts to capture and sustain two minutes of the soundscape of Lewis University on that day at that time. I must say that I do greatly enjoy this concept. The idea of experiencing some kind of sonic time capsule through an electroacoustic medium is quite fun to consider, and I believe McFerrin's compositional skills are showcased to great effect within this brief excerpt.
Let's continue the episode with music by Brittany Green. Described as cinematic in the best sense and searing, Brittany J. Green's music is centered on facilitating collaborative, intimate musical spaces that ignite visceral responses. The intersection between sound, movement, and text serves as the focal point of these musical spaces, often questioning and redefining the relationships between these three elements. Brittany holds a Bachelor's of Music in Music Education from the University of North Carolina at Pembroke, and a Master's of Music in Music Composition and Theory from East Carolina University. She is currently in residence at Walcote School of the Arts, where she facilitates the Young Composers Project. The presentation on her inspiring work with the Young Composers Project was quite captivating at the SCI conference, and I was fortunate enough to have an opportunity to discuss the exciting endeavor with her over lunch alongside other composer colleagues. I believe Brittany's solo piano suite, entitled Portraits, serves as an excellent introduction to her music, with its hint of playful overtones and its use of colorful harmony and clear form. We'll hear an excerpt featuring pianist Brandon Banks, taken from a live recording at the A.J. Fletcher Recital Hall in Greenville, North Carolina, on March 25, 2017. Thank you. 
Up next, we'll be taking a listen to an excerpt from a chamber work for clarinet and electronics, entitled Favorable Odds, written by Mark Phillips. Ohio University Distinguished Professor Mark Phillips won the 1988 Barlow International Competition for Orchestral Music, leading to collaborations with conductor Leonard Slacken. Following a national competition, Pi Kappa Lambda commissioned him to compose a work for their 2006 National Conference in San Antonio. His music has received hundreds of performances throughout the world, including dozens of orchestral performances by groups such as the St. Louis Symphony Orchestra and the Cleveland Orchestra, and his music has been recorded by Richard Stoltzman and the Warsaw Philharmonic Orchestra, the Lark Quartet, and several other solo artists. Regarding favorable odds, the composer writes that the title, quote, derives its name from the fact that the overtone structure of the clarinet has only odd harmonics, frequencies that are 1, 3, 5, 7, etc., times the fundamental pitch played by the performer. It shares this characteristic with square waves and triangle waves. All sounds in the accompaniment have some connection to the sonic signature or to non-traditional clarinet noises. Among the techniques utilized are synthesized triangle and square waves, filtering, granular synthesis, live processing, sampling, and physical modeling." End quote. In my opinion, building a composition around such careful research and quantifiable sonic characteristics gives the resulting music a distinct organic unity, which I find particularly favorable in Mark's work. Yep, I'm also a huge fan of punny, playful musical titles. Let's listen to an excerpt recorded by clarinetist Andrea Cheeseman for an upcoming CD release by Parma Recordings. Thank <laughs> you. 
Next, I would like to have us explore music created by Ingrid Stotzel, who has been hailed as a composer of considerable gifts, who is musically confident and bold by National Public Radio's classical music critic. Her compositions are performed in concert halls and festivals worldwide, and her music has been awarded in numerous competitions, among them recently the Susan and Lee Edelson Composer Awards, the Red Note Composition Competition, the Robert Avalon International Competition for Composers, and the Kaleidoscope Chamber Orchestra Competition. Her solo album, The Gorgeous Nothings, was released by Nirvana Records in July 2018. Stotzel is on the composition faculty at the University of Kansas. Regarding her work, Unus Mundus, the composer writes, quote, I believe that music in its deepest expression has the power to fuse opposites to create oneness that cannot be fragmented. Because as Carl Jung says, quote, everything divided and different belongs to one and the same world, quote, unquote. I personally find the harmonic language and foreground pitch content to be compelling in this excerpt we'll hear from a studio recording by pianist Yun Miko, for whom the work was written.
Let's continue the episode with music by Charles Halka, probably a familiar name to longtime listeners. His works have been performed in North America, Europe, Asia, and Brazil. Recent honors include a Barlow Endowment Commission and the Copeland House Residency Award. Halka earned degrees from the Peabody Conservatory and Rice University and is Assistant Professor of Composition and Theory at Western Washington University. His composition, Tsukapa Chetachu, for tenor saxophone and percussion, was presented in an intimate art gallery space at SCI National, which I felt was quite fitting for the work, even though the piece was commissioned for an outdoor concert in Houston's Market Square Park. According to the composer, the title of this work is a, quote, combination of a few of the nonsensical but percussive syllables the percussionist performs. The entire work can be understood as an attempt by the percussionist to keep the saxophonist under control with varying degrees of success, end quote. My curiosity was piqued when I read the composer's program note, as I enjoy the incorporation of vocalizations in various chamber music settings, and I found the percussive quality of the syllables chosen to be quite appropriate for the gestures within this work. Here's an excerpted performance by James Sterling on tenor saxophone and percussionist Brandon Bell. <laughs> Thank you. 
Leslie Labar is a California-based composer and conductor whose specializations include multidisciplinary collaborations, instrumental conducting, jazz, and film history and scoring. Her catalog includes works for a myriad of ensembles, including original works for dance, choral, chamber ensemble, jazz band, and orchestra. As a conductor, she has directed such orchestras as the USC Thornton Symphony, Santa Clara University Orchestra, and Hollywood Symphony Orchestra. Labar is the founder and director of the Eureka Musical Minds of California Graduate Conference. This nationally recognized multidisciplinary initiative aims to create an unprecedented environment that showcases the diverse work created in the state of California. About her work Unplugged, she writes, quote, What would happen if the pianist played in tandem with herself? What ensues is a sense of frustration and unraveling when the pianist finds the instrument takes over her performance. The electronic component does not mask the piano or the pianist's capabilities. Rather, it enhances the possibilities of the acoustic instrument, end quote. So I have to say, the quasi-sci-fi nature of this concept had me from the beginning, and Leslie's creative means of exploring the extension of this human-machine dynamic was quite compelling from start to finish. Here's an excerpt from the live performance at SCI National on March 30th, 2019, presented by pianist Emily Tian. Thank you. 
Up next, we'll be taking a listen to an excerpt from a chamber work for clarinet and violin entitled Fractals, written by Chin Ting Chan. Based in the U.S., Hong Kong composer Chin Ting Chan has been a fellow and guest composer at numerous international festivals. He has worked with ensembles such as Ensemble Intercontemporain, Ensemble Signal, Eighth Blackbird, the City Chamber Orchestra of Hong Kong, Hong Kong New Music Ensemble, and the Mivos Quartet, with performances in more than 20 countries. He is currently an assistant professor of music composition at Ball State University. I found the unilinear nature of the excerpt we will hear today to be particularly remarkable. It might simply be a continued window into my own aesthetic, but I greatly enjoy the blurred boundaries between timbre, and I find myself drawn to music that successfully fuses multiple timbres or gestures into a larger musical trajectory or structure. The excerpt that we are about to listen to was recorded by violinist Yufang Chen and clarinetist Pei Lun Choi. Thank mm-hmm. you. 
Now we'll hear an excerpt from Adjective Composers Collective member Andrea Rankenmeyer, whose work, In Speaking Silence, was included on Post Haste Reed Duo's album Donut Robot earlier this year. Andrea has enjoyed many recent commissions, including those from the League of American Orchestras and Louisiana Philharmonic. Her works have been performed internationally on numerous concerts, conferences, and festivals. Dr. Rankenmeyer enjoys exploring music with students of all ages, and in 2014 she joined the faculty of Linfield College. She holds degrees in music composition from the University of Michigan and the University of Oregon. In the Speaking Silence, written for alto saxophone and bassoon in 2018, was commissioned by the post-haste reed duo for a ritual-themed concert. The piece is lovingly dedicated to the memory of the composer's mother, who passed away while she was writing the work. To honor her mother's love of hymns, the composer writes, quote, I wove the rhythmic pattern from the stark refrain of Phil P. Bliss's hymn, It Is Well With My Soul, throughout the piece, end quote. The title of this composition comes from the second line of a poem by Christina Rossetti, entitled Echo.
penultimate selection is taken from the music of Frank Felice, who's an eclectic composer who writes with a postmodern mischievousness. Each piece speaks in its own language, and they can be, by turns, comedic, ironic, simple, complex, subtle, startling, or humble, reverent. His music has been performed extensively in the United States, as well as garnering performances in Brazil, Argentina, Japan, Greece, Italy, the United Kingdom, the Russian Federation, China, Austria, the Philippines, Vietnam, Australia, the Czech Republic, and Hungary. His commissions have included funds from the National Endowment for the Arts, the Omaha Symphony, the Indiana Arts Commission, and many others. Frank currently teaches as an associate professor of composition, theory, and electronic music in the School of Music, Jordan College of Arts at Butler University in Indianapolis, Indiana. He is a member of the Society of Electroacoustic Music in the United States, the American Composers Forum, the American Music Center, the Society of Composers Incorporated, and the Christian Fellowship of Art Music Composers. The work we'll be sampling today is entitled Of Glass and was written in 2009 for quadraphonic recorded medium in three movements. The composer has generously edited the excerpt to include portions from each of the movements entitled Touch, Heart, and House, respectively. I'm perpetually intrigued by multi-movement electroacoustic works, especially when they are well executed, and I have found Frank's soundscapes and sense of pacing to be a delight to my ears. Without further ado, here's an abridged stereo presentation of Glass.
The final excerpt on today's episode has been extracted from Jennifer Beller's Skylark Lullaby for Saxophone Ensemble. Jennifer's compositions have been presented by Washington National Opera at the Kennedy Center, the American Composers Orchestra, the Seattle Women's Jazz Orchestra, the Las Vegas Philharmonic, and many others in the United States and abroad. She holds a PhD in music composition from the Eastman School of Music, a master's in music degree in composition from Syracuse University, and a bachelor of arts degree in music from Cornell University. She is on the composition faculty at the University of Nevada, Las Vegas, and artistic director of the new music series, Nextet. The Eastman Saxophone Project premiered Skylark Lullaby at the North American Saxophone Alliance Conference in March of 2014. Of the work, the composer writes, quote, When I was writing Skylark Lullaby, I imagined a scene at sunset filled with beautiful types of birds communicating, flying towards and away from each other before darkness sets in and it is time to fall asleep. The independent melodic lines for each of the instruments intertwine with each other, oftentimes coming together to contribute to the harmonic and melodic ideas already set up among the other instruments playing, and at other moments, change direction to share a new idea that will eventually be woven into the meditative landscape." End quote. For me, the warm, rich sound of the saxophone ensemble is put to excellent use in a splendid showcase of Jennifer's contrapuntal skill throughout this composition. To close out our show, here is an excerpt of Skylark Lullaby from a studio recording made by the Eastman Saxophone Project in December of 2018.
With that, our fifth season of the Lexical Tones podcast comes to a close. See you in the fall. Thanks for listening. As always, if you want to find out more about adjective new music or lexical tones, please go to our website, www.adjectivenewmusic.com.